0: Welcome to the Give Back Economy, a podcast about social innovation and social enterprise. Now with your host, Peter Miller. Welcome, and today we're going to talk to Sherry and Aranza about a business that they've started called Stories for Sharing. So welcome, ladies.
1: Thank you, Peter, for having us. Okay, supposed to be here.
0: so let's get into your educational background. Aranza, let's start with you. Where did you go to post-secondary?
2: I just graduated from Seneca in the pro- program BAB, which is International for Business and Administration. Um, I graduated, I believe, three weeks ago. So I'm pretty new, I'm pretty fresh, but thankfully, I found shared stories just in time. I did my co-op in last summer in 2021 with Sherry and since there we've been a great team and so we decided to stick together.
0: (laughs) Okay Sherry your academic background.
1: Yeah so um, as you can tell I'm quite a bit older than Aranza so (laughs) I did my um, BSc in ecology at the University of Guelph and I finished in I graduated in 2021 and finished at the end of 2022. Um, And I had the opportunity to do an exchange in Western Australia and a study abroad in Rajasthan in India. Um, And then I went on to do my master's from Carleton and I studied the water balance of sewage lagoon in central Yukon. Um, And then I worked for a while and I decided to go back and do my bachelor of education. And I did that at the University of Ottawa. Well, I concurrently worked on um, my TESOL, TEFL certification from Algonquin College, Um, and then that wasn't enough schooling, so I decided to go to Seneca and do the um, adult learning and basic education program there online. Um, And it's been fantastic to be able to work with Aranza and to be able to have her creativity and positivity Mm -hmm. on the project, so it's been a really great working relationship.
0: So, Sherry, you've spent a lot of time at school.
1: I spent a lot of time at school. Yeah, I really like I like being a student. I really do. And it, and hence sort of the um, a lot of the impetus for this project as well um, and this business as well. It's just this idea that we're always, you know, just to, to promote lifelong learning and pursuing passions and interests and, you know, to to potentially be a student for life, right? Whether or not that means formal education or informal education, there's a lot of ways to to tackle that.
0: Absolutely. So, Arenza,
2: you're from Mexico? I am from Mexico. I just came to Canada three years ago.
0: So you're bilingual.
2: I am a polyglot, actually. (laughs) I speak Spanish as my mother tongue, English. Um, I speak Portuguese fluently and also German, and I am learning French at the moment. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's terrific. So you're a great asset to the team. Well, we
2: both are, honestly. I think we combine our qualities very good.
0: Excellent. So, Sherry, back to you. Your work experience, where did you work?
1: Um, So I've worked in a lot of different places because I have a background in ecology. I worked for several years with Parks Canada, and I worked in the field of environmental assessment and strategic environmental assessment, and I was fortunate to have a lot of great mentors, colleagues, um, managers, which was really inspiring, Um, but I always sort of knew that I had a passion for teaching. And so that is why I went back and did my Bachelor of Education. And then from there, I've taught in the north in Nunavut uh, in a small community called Pangerton on Baffin Island, um, as well in Northwest Territories in a very small community called Sigachek. I've taught in Montreal with Inuit students studying at Sejap. And as well, I am now working at a Francophone school and I teach English there. Wow. Yeah.
0: Okay, so your work experience is as broad as your academic yes. experience.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, which I, um, you know, I, I, I don't really necessarily think in terms of careers as being like decades or multi-decades long. I, I've had a lot of different work experience, but the nice thing about that is that it's always sort of built upon itself, and so each opportunity sort of lens to new experiences, new contacts, um, just ways of challenging the way I think, the way I teach, the way I learn, and then applying that to whatever I take on next.
0: Okay, Aranza, where did the name for the business come from? And what's the purpose of it?
2: So before we um, started, before I started, um, Mm -hmm. Sherry already had like the, the main idea, so I joined after Sherry came up with uh, the fundamentals or the foundations of the business. I did the business plan and part of the marketing in the in the yeah. business. So I would say Sherry has a lot to say about that because I came a bit later on.
1: Yeah, so if you want me to comment a bit on that, Peter. So. The grant, where the project originated from was an opportunity that was presented from um, Seneca Helix and it was a CABI Centre for Aging and Brain Health Institute and Spark cu initiative. And we had, I initially um, was partnered with another individual and then it became a project that I took on by myself but really wanted to have a student and needed a Seneca student as well. Um, so luckily I was able to secure Aranza, and we were able to divvy up the project, but then also sort of complement each other in terms of skill set. So Arenza did so much around um, the e-learning pieces, development of the website, which is something that she took on and was new to her, and she was able to mm-hmm. do and create really create a fantastic site that we were able to then build upon. Um, she did a lot around, she created the shared stories logo. Um, a lot of the marketing and design. So it was nice to have that pairing of like project management alongside all of Aranza's, all of the creativity that she brings um, to the project. So I feel it was a, it's been such a fluid and easy working relationship. <laughs> Definitely.
0: I agree. So Sherry, where did you come up with the name?
1: Yeah. So the name, um, so the name took a while sort of <laughs> to come up with because I, um, we're sort of, kind of. I, I think with anything initially, sometimes you struggle a bit with the identity in terms of how do we, how do we offer writing workshops, which really we want to focus on storytelling, connectivity, reducing um, loneliness, um, increasing the opportunity to form connections, but not market it or sell it as writing workshops, with which for some might seem like too academic or too bland. Um, and so we really wanted to focus on this idea of storytelling. Um, my dad, who's uh, since passed away, was just a fantastic storyteller. So to be able to think about, um, you know, the capacity to share with others through oral storytelling and written as well, um, and to offer these various formats and, and also a, a big part of the initial Grant was focusing on senior loneliness and isolation. So to think about this idea, maybe framing it in a different light and this idea around sharing. So hence the shared stories.
0: Okay, what are your services then, Aranza?
1: So we offer
2: writing workshops for elders to not learn how to write because I believe we all know how to write. It's just to give them like a template of how to start doing poetry, and how to share their stories. So we offer those writing workshops for them to share their story, basically. So then we upload, with their permission and their consent, uh, the stories to our website. And then the website is now open to the public for them to read the stories that they create.
0: Excellent. So is it just you, too, or do you have people that are helping you?
1: Yeah, so if you want to speak to that, so you can certainly go ahead. Well, I think it's
2: important to mention Helix and Kate. Yes, um, yes, definitely. Think
0: about that. Well, hold on. Some of our listeners won't know Kate and don't even know Helix, so I think you better back up and explain okay. what Helix is. Yeah,
1: so Helix is for... Um, individuals starting out, it's to support entrepreneurs in their journey. They offer coaching and mentorship, workshops. um, And so Kate has been very instrumental in terms of helping us to sort of like to guide us and to offer a very positive sounding board in which we can present our ideas, the direction we want to head. And she'll She'll sometimes challenge us, but I mean, definitely in a good way. So we've had a lot of support from from Seneca and definitely from Helix. Definitely as well, we need to mention um, Carolyn Swade. So that is a colleague of mine who I worked with um, when I was working with um, Inuit students studying at John Abbott, and she is a poet and a published author and when we were initially looking for individual for an individual to facilitate the workshops she just seemed like a natural fit just because of her just her mannerisms also the way she approaches right the writing process and really begins to challenge the traditional notion notions around writing and to make it fun and spontaneous and creative and so she's been and she's um She's just naturally a good fit with this particular demographic that we had started with. So, yeah, I think there's many mentions as well. Um, Individuals at CABI, where we initially secured our grant, NWT Literacy Council, where we're able to secure a second grant to offer workshops in the north. So there's a lot of um, individuals we need to acknowledge (laughs) because they've been a part of this as well.
0: That's excellent. Okay, now we come to the fun part. Where are you gonna be three years from today? Is this a build to sell business, or a build to grow business? Alanza?
2: Yeah, we, um, we are working on new um, help uh, from the council and from other uh, organizations so not that we depend on that because we will still be working no matter what but we hope to be more abroad not only in ontario or i am located in toronto not only in ontario but also i was planning to introduce the idea to other retirement homes in florida because i i usually go a lot (laughs) to florida so naples more specifically where there is there are a lot of retirement homes so i was planning to do my part in there and we can even expand more abroad because one of our services is that they can tell their stories in their first language so i was thinking also in personal connections and like friends and family from mexico can be able to share their stories in Spanish. So that's how we will grow. And from now to three years, we hope at least to be in two more countries. So Sherry, do you wanna to add to that?
1: No, yeah, I think Arendt has done a good job of mentioning the fact that our original intent was always to start locally because we needed to test out what we had developed and as well work with elders to really make sure that what we were designing was suitable Um, as well um, in terms of individuals that might have particular needs to make sure that our website is accessible, to make sure the languaging is accessible, to make sure that participants feel really connected in what we're offering. And so the idea is definitely to scale over time, and I think it will be quite um, organic growth and maybe not, not such a rapid pace, and that's okay given all of our varying schedules and we're looking definitely to expand outside of Ontario and we've done that with the offering with NWT Literacy Council and like Aranza says she has connections in other countries um, in North America you know I have connections elsewhere as well um, and Caroline too so the idea would be to eventually expand further abroad um, to be able to collect stories like Aranza had said in a variety of different languages and to offer that because really we want to promote diversity and as well multi-generational connections and multilingual connections as well. Um, And I think a, a big part of this too is focusing on not just the sharing of stories, but just the whole process in terms of really questioning or challenging traditional notions around aging, begin to look at you know this capacity for always focusing on lifelong learning, the ability to build in, you know, cognitive skills, always enhance digital literacy, um, to really offer more community-based and interactive. Um, so I I think definitely the intention is is that we we continue to grow, um, and sort of over these next three years, with a goal of expanding beyond, well beyond Ontario and Canada.
0: So, uh, Aranza, you seem to be the business person.
1: (laughs) Well, my background
2: is in business now, and fortunately, I was in Helix, too, before meeting Sherry. I actually was working on another innovation, which was more sustainable, but um, I'm super, I'm like very glad and honored to have met Sherry because I think my entrepreneurial spirit is still there, and I am very willing to learn too.
0: So, tell us how you market your services. How do you go besides the website?
2: We were thinking now on doing uh, well Instagram and Facebook, but also. Um, acknowledging what ages um our market is we we were thinking (laughs) of doing instagram but um it's mostly networking i would say by now
1: sherry yeah and i think definitely working with carolina as well to start to package some of the workshops that we plan on offering and again with that growth think about who else we would need to take on board that, you know, shares a similar philosophy and um, thought around what it is we're trying to create. So really to start to look at what are some of the existing gaps, right? What do individuals want to see offered in terms of, you know, poetry workshops, preservation of, you know, memory, these ideas around like creating these time capsules. So again, like if I just come back to my own experience, um, my mom is highly sight impaired. Um, she's an amputee. Um, and but so much, and I live in a multi-generational household. So there's three of three generations in our household. And so often my daughter will ask my my mom, her grandmother, you know can you tell me a story? What was it like when you were younger? right? was she, she's so curious and keen to know um, these differences. And so my mom will tell her these stories, but I thought, you know, because it's my mom, it's difficult for mom to work on a computer or to type, you know, part of that can be pairing the images we have the photographs um, with the stories with the voice. And again, coming back to the fact that, you know, a lot of people have lost parents, but I know, so I think again, uh, about the situation with my dad, where, you know, we have the, the visual memories, but we don't necessarily have the stories attached or the stories in terms of his voice so to be able to start to think about you know creating these legacies around you know sh- these intergenerational connections and helping to preserve that um so that can definitely be one um offering alongside poetry alongside creed creative writing so there's just so many different um directions in which we can go so really working on packaging that um offering the ability to sign up on our website for a workshop um you know with my own small business i've done a lot around like just postcards and putting the website there and then you know i'm a big fan of writing letters um sort of more old school but again that dexterity uh, that connection to paper um and and to sort of advertise that way as well.
0: Sherry, you mentioned something you didn't say earlier. You have your Mm -hmm. own small business.
1: Yes, yes. So So, um, it's uh, Seven Stars, um, and um, it's based on my daughter's travel experiences. So I write youth travel guides. So the first one was based on Stella's travels to Japan in 2019, and this last uh, book that I published is focused on her being mentored by an aerobatic pilot friend of ours. Um, And so this series is Stella's Seven Stories, um, and the books are called Stella's Stories from Around the Globe. And the whole idea behind that is to, you know, um, have travel experiences based on um, a young person's perspective, experiences that they've had, and as well around the piloting is just Piloting remains a profession which is still entirely so male-dominated. So to really get young girls thinking about, you know what, I can do this. There are other female pilots out there. Lizzie, who she flies with, is the only aerobatic female pilot um, flying out of the Niagara District Airport. So really for young people to start to think about, you know, all of the options and opportunities out there and maybe some of the steps um, that you need to take along the way. Mm -hmm. So,
0: Aranza, you could write a book on the stories that you're uh, recording here.
2: Well, now that you mention, um, I am working on a book, but um, it's related to mental health.
0: Excellent. Yes. A very high priority right now. It is. And that's, that's terrific. So, besides the grants, Sherry, where else do you get your money
1: Yeah, so right now it's been predominantly grant-based. So we had the grant from CABI and CU, and then from NWT Literacy Council. Um, And so the idea is that as we move into the direction of offering the workshops, then um, some of those would be paid workshops and we would offer those to either, we've already offered some of the workshops to seniors at home. um, And those were free because initially we were just um, you know, really piloting the project, but the thought being in the future is that those could be, um, uh, paid to join workshops, or we could partner as well with long-term care homes, um, in order to be able to bring our services into the long-term care homes as well. And we were able to do the, that with Amica as well during the piloting phase. So we've had the opportunity to work with both at home and in-home seniors, um, And both experiences were very positive. So definitely to continue to move forward in terms of securing funding through grants, but as well look for the opportunity to um, allow individuals to sign up for the workshops as well.
0: What about sponsorship?
1: Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Definitely we'd (laughs) we'd have to look into that and work on securing that, but absolutely that would be fantastic.
0: (laughs) Okay. So... How do people reach your website? What's what's the address of the website?
1: Yeah, so it's www.storiesforsharing.com.
2: Okay, that's stories cool. for sharing as in a four, a number four. Number so four.
1: Stories yeah. number four sharing.com. That's important. Thank you, Arance, for yeah. that <laughs> notification.
0: <laughs> and that's the business version, <laughs> making sure. Well, look, ladies, thank you very much. This has been great. And thank you, uh, Peter.